From Alaska Teen Media Institute, this is Podcast in Place, Youth Stories from the Quarantine, a series about youth in Alaska during the COVID-19 pandemic. We're bringing you stories, interviews, and audio diaries from teenagers and young adults stuck indoors without anything else to do. I'm Atme producer Cornelius Nelson, recording this on my phone in the basement. And since the main Atme studio is closed for the time being, hope you like weird audio. Today we'll be hearing from Atme senior producer Daisy Carter. She is in her first year of UAA and is now continuing her classes from home. She'll share her experiences and thoughts amongst the quarantine, as well as interview her mother, who works in the restaurant industry. Here's Daisy, recorded from her home on March 24th, 2020. What surprised me about the whole thing is how quick it was. Like, just the sh- like, how quick it was. Like, one minute, I'm not freaking out about, about COVID-19. And the next thing I know, everyone's on lockdown. And I remember when I got the email from, from President Johnson, I think, who's the president of UAA. When I got that email that we were going to not have school and that spring break was going to be extended, I was at the Northway Mall with my little cousins and I kind of started to freak out because <laughs> there was not a lot of people around, but I'm like, oh no, it's okay. Like, you know, it's fine. Like, oh, people were overreacting because I saw a lot of videos that were like, oh, it's just overreacting. Like, no need to worry. Like, um... We have a low percent chance of America getting it. And I was fine. And I was like, okay. Like, me being stupid, I was like, okay. Um, Like, it's fine that we go to the mall. I was going to go take them ice skating. And, you know, everything was fine. But then once he sent out that email, that just really freaked me out. And I was like, okay, we'll go to one more store, cancel ice skating, and then go home. And then we went to the bathroom. And then I get a text from their mom saying, hey, can you take care of them next week because school got canceled for them next week. And that's when I started to freak out even more. And I was like, okay, we are leaving. (laughs) And I don't know, that just really scared me because the thought of my little cousins getting it or even myself getting it, I don't have a good immune system. Ever since I was younger, I would constantly get sick. Um, My lungs were never, again, 100%, so... That's just been kind of scary. Um, the past two weeks, I've been taking care of my little cousins. Um, we would hang out here. It would be. It's just a lot of, a lot of family time. Definitely a lot of family time, which isn't bad. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm in a pretty positive environment with my family, so it's been pretty fun. Unfortunately, um, since my mom is a little scared for me, because I do have asthma. Um, which is a pre-existing condition, I guess. <laughs> well, not I guess, it is a pre-existing condition. Um, and she's just been kind of getting worried because, you know, the 
the cases have just been getting higher and my lungs or not my lungs but I don't really do well under stress so naturally right now my lungs are already very tight so if anything else were to compromise it it would be very bad so so my two main cousins Evan and Amelie well not main I don't want to say main cousins but the two the ones that I that I am I guess a little bit closer with Evan and Amalinda they and I live just down the street their mom is a nurse so if so if she, her mom is taking care of a COVID-19 patient and she comes home and she doesn't shower, doesn't take the proper, you know, proper stuff to do that with to um, to make sure that she's clean and then her daughters get it and then I take care of their daughters and then the whole shebang, that's going to be bad. Fortunately, I'm not taking care of my little cousins anymore. So it's just the three, three girls in the house. It's, it's pretty okay. Well, um, this is my first day kind of working with school. Like, I have schoolwork to do, which is pretty fun. And I did all that for the week. So, tomorrow I'm not going to have anything to do. Um, But I would say, I guess for students, I would say kind of plan out what you're going to do for the whole week. Like, today, today I know it was like a homework day. So, like, I did a bunch of homework. I did a bunch of assignments. And then I got up at 8.30. No, I got up at... No, I got up at 7.30 because I had to be in a class at 8.30. Or at least be online in the class. So I've been working from like 8.30 to like 3.30. Like just all that time was just dedicated towards school. Um, well, Obviously with breaks in between. But, you know, that was just mainly dedicated towards school. Um, I guess other ways to pass the time. I've honestly been exercising, which is really cool. Um, I've been exercising a lot. And then the good thing about Alaska is that you can go into the middle of the woods <laughs> and just like hang out there and be like kind of like away from civilization and just chillax. So probably going on hikes. I can't do that because, again, with my... I don't want to say anxiety, but, like, with me being a lot more anxious and a lot more alert, my lungs are kind of freaking out, and then if I go into the snow, and then if I go into the cold, it's going to freak out even more, and then if I exercise, it's going to freak out even more, so I just can't really go outside right now, which really sucks, but, yeah, that's just how it is, and I'm accommodating towards that, so, yeah, I'm just kind of exercising. Um, Another thing that I've been doing, or that I just recently started, like, today, is I started an Instagram account where it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of story. So every day I post, not necessarily, like, I guess, like, a prompt. Um, this, this, um, this week's prompt is that this girl, her brother goes missing, and she's a journalist in the newspaper, in the high school newspaper, and she goes to a hockey game, and she gets her keys and she locks her cars in her her cars her keys in her she locks her keys in her car and someone comes up and is like oh do you need a ride but it's like one of the popular kids and and then I put in the bottom that you get to decide whether she goes excuse me and then you get to decide whether she goes in with in with him in the car or she keeps calling her mom so I just started that today and every day I'm gonna Every day I'm going to look at the end of the day, see which, it, what it's kind of more leaning towards. 
and then make another prompt in a new scenario that they can choose like two options for it. And it's just gonna go down that road until I decide when it ends. And I'm excited to see where it goes because, you know, there's only a couple people voting right now <laughs> and a couple people following me, but you know, I might ask some friends, like, hey, can you recommend this to other people? Because I think it's a really good idea and I want people to get behind it, so. Doodaloo. But I guess what's also surprised me is, you know, like, the whole toilet paper thing. Like, why do you need toilet paper? Like, genuinely. Why do you need toilet paper? To, like, wipe your butt? Okay. You know what else you can use? Towels. Then wash them. That's what my mom did when she could literally could not afford toilet paper. She told me this. Then she's like, if it comes down to it, once we run out of paper towels, once we run out of toilet paper, we're just gonna clean towels. <laughs> That's literally what she told me. So when I saw people like buying out everything, and I remember the last time we went to the store, there was no flour, there was no rice, there was no beans, and that's what we needed. And we don't we don't have that now. The other thing that's been surprising about this is that I'm a journalism major. So I know, I don't want to say that I know a lot about fake news because it's just, I'm getting cocky. This is just my second semester. Calm down. But like, I know about, about fear mongering and I, and it's unfortunate to see, you know, like my mom, she's terrified. She's terrified that I'm going to get the virus because I do get sick very easily i do have a pre-existing condition so just i guess seeing that fear-mongering within my own house i've just never seen that before like even when the earthquake this this fear that my mom had lasted maybe two days but it's been three weeks and she's still and she's still scared you know it's 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 hard because you know like I've always seen my mom as like, you know, like a strong person. Like she's a very strong, independent woman. She has been a single mom for almost 10 years now. And she's doing a great job. And just to see her scared about something that, again, we're doing everything in our ability that we can to be safe and just her to still be scared and to her still be focused on the news even after I tell her mom like take a break let's play (laughs) let's play a game she still insists on paying attention to the news because she's scared she doesn't know what's gonna happen and that's not to say that i'm scared oh i'm scared but she's having us gargle salt water every single day she's having us eat soup every single day and she's having us drink this tea that's literally just boiled garlic (laughs) it's worse than it sounds (laughs) but she's having us take these extra precautionary measures even after we haven't been outside and yeah i guess that's what's been scary i guess i i always just make sure that you know like i tell everyone in my family like oh like i love them and everything like that so there's a lot of positivity in this house so you know, that's good. And and I just feel bad for, you know, like the kids that don't have that. Because I know some kids right now are 
just locked up in the room, like, not wanting to be with their family. <sighs> that sucks. Because, you know, like, I, I'm very fortunate that, you know, my mom has always made sure that we're happy. So, yeah, I just feel for that. Um, yeah, but that's, um, that's Daisy Carter. That's me reporting for my house. Um, yeah. God bless. Have a good day. That's at me, senior producer Daisy Carter, and you're listening to Podcasts in Place, youth stories from quarantine. Next up, Daisy interviews her mother, who works at Jalapeno's Mexican restaurant in Eagle River, but now stays at home due to restaurants no longer being able to provide dine-in services. This interview was also conducted on March 24th, 2020. All right, this is my mom. She is, or she has been a manager at several restaurants, including Don Jose's and Jalapeno's, and she owned two restaurants at one point. So I just have a couple questions for you, if that's okay. Absolutely, my daughter. Ask me. So how long have you been with um, Don Jose's? I was with Don Jose's Mexican restaurant for 17 years before going into business for myself. I started with Jalapenos after I sold both of my restaurants. And I want to say that was about 10 years ago. Oh, wow. (laughs) Time goes by so fast. I really never stopped to think about it okay um what has the impacts of COVID-19 had on both businesses if you do know well um severe the, the restaurant business has been severely impacted just like every other hospitality um business although we have the advantage of being able to continue to serve our customers through through um, pickup service and delivery. Hopefully that will continue without um, generating any negative impact on the community. What has Don Jose's and or Jalapeno's done for the community? Well... Fortunately, they've been able to stay open, which has allowed some employees to continue to work, therefore providing for their families. That's been one way. Another way is continuing to um, provide good meals for those people that um, don't like to cook or don't know how to cook and are able to afford to still order, take out, or delivery. How difficult has it been not being able to work at Jalapenos due to the COVID-19 virus? Well, I miss the interaction with not only customers, but employees. We have a great team. Everyone that um, is in our team is happy to be there. They have the same customer service believe as I do. And I miss them. I miss the happy faces, the the jokes, the camaraderie that we have there. 
There is no dull moment there. Everyone works hard and happy, just joyful, happy to be there. And it's a great energy that you feel, that you sense um, when, when you're there. We also get that, uh, those comments from our customers. They go in and they enjoy themselves. They're happy. They're grateful for our, our atmosphere that we generate, that we have there. So that's what I miss, the energy, the laughs. <laughs> the hi, how are you? Welcome to Jalapenos. That's what I miss. That's cute. That was at me senior producer Daisy Carter speaking with her mother. You've been listening to our podcast in place series on Zoom Room. Our show's theme music was composed by Devin Schreckengast. Stay tuned for more stories from Quarantined Youth. This podcast is made possible in part by grants from the Alaska State Council of the Arts and United Way. If you'd like to support Youth Voices in Anchorage and help keep our podcast going, you can donate to our organization by going to alaskateenmedia.org and click donate. Also on our website, you can learn more about what our organization does. Listen to past episodes of our podcast or find how you can get involved. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For Alaska Team Media Institute, I'm Curtis Nelson. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. We'll get through all this together. Love.